Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of A Slut With Morals. I'm your host, Ruby May. You can follow my Twitter and Instagram at A Slut With Morals, all one word, and follow the TikTok at A Slut With Morals Podcast, also all one word. I want to start out this episode with a few thanks to our veterans, our troops, our healthcare workers, our mental healthcare workers, and our first responders. You guys, you guys sometimes witness things most people can't even fathom. And being there firsthand can take a toll on you. I also want to give a huge shout out to each and every one of my listeners. This podcast has now leveled up and now I'm starting to make the charts on Apple and iTunes podcast. So seriously, thank you so much. One last thing, merch is now available and I'm super excited about it. Little Bear is currently wearing a Michael Myers mask and he is ready to go trick-or-treating, but he'll only be available until October 31st. So promo code ASWM10 gets you 10% off, or you can use promo code ASWM15, and that gets you free shipping. Now, before we begin, this is going to be both a dark and enlightening episode because it's real and this shit is an issue not being talked about enough. So call me Captain Save-A-Man, I don't care, but I'm inserting a suicide trigger warning here. All right, let's get started. I received a message this morning that had completely inspired an entirely new script, and I have to say, it brought me to tears. The message did. A follower of mine is a first responder, and he DM'd me to tell me that he had to cut a rope off a man's neck this morning. The thing he had used to tie the rope to was not strong enough to hold him, but still strong enough to still, well... It was still too tight for him to untie. So I want you to sit back for a minute and think about that. Do you see that as a second attempt at life? Or did you see it as a failed attempt and automatically think idiot and shrug your shoulders or roll your eyes? Hmm. You see, I saw it as a second attempt at life, a second chance. But knowing that you probably rolled your eyes is what brought me to tears because as he swung before dropping and having to call 911, he probably thought that to himself, you know? And he probably thought that about himself. Imagine being at your lowest and then thinking, I can't even kill myself right. It's fucking sad isn't it? I've been there. Twice, actually. I hated myself for one, failing, and then two, even attempting. So this triggered me to start researching on how to be a better ally and and an advocate for men. And believe it or not, there are articles out there being written by women on how to be a better advocate for men, both in the workplace and out, which then led me to read articles on 
feminists and feminazis and god i fucking immersed myself into another black hole of so much shit i just i had to get started writing on it i was like this is the shit that needs to be heard so what exactly is a feminazi right a feminazi is a radical feminist and what's a feminist a feminist is a woman that supports equal rights we believe we are equal and deserve equal pay and equal rights as men do we do not believe we are superior, but deserve to be seen as equals. So what's the difference in that and a radical feminist slash feminazi? And the answer to that is simple. A feminazi believes men should die. All of them. Uses the term men as a generalization and then says, well, not all men in order to not be canceled. How many TikToks and tweets and memes do we see where women are degrading men, ridiculing men, bragging about raping them, molesting them, murdering them, and what they don't see is they're acting exactly like the men they hate. They're the reason, honestly, this is what I believe, but they're the reason that chivalry is now extremely rare. It's fucking bizarre to me how bizarre I find it when a man actually holds the door open for me, and it's as if Men are even afraid to say hello to women nowadays, you know? Now, are there rapists out there? Yes. Are there dangers in speaking to strangers? Absolutely. Am I drunk at 10 a.m.? I fucking wish. But I do my best work under the influence. Last week, I made an episode about narcissists, and the thing is, people don't realize when you're in so deep and hating something, the bitterness is quite repelling. And not only that, but the bitterness is all-consuming. You're legit repelling any and all kinds of blessings that can come to you. You're legit repelling any and all kinds of blessings that can come to you just because one person from a gender did you wrong. So what? Now you have to hate all of them? Atrocious. That's garbage mentality. So, For the first time ever, I'll be reading the intro to my thesis statement because honestly, (laughs) I wrote it when I was drunk on an airplane 3,000 feet in the air and I do my best work while intoxicated. So here we go. After hearing my relative's story and learning to shut up and listen when men are talking, I've learned so much and have become a men's mental health advocate. I want to break the stigma that all men are the same. They are not. There are so many good men that have been treated poorly and then told to be quiet. I've talked to former inmates that tell me they were put in jail for decades because of a woman, because a woman said he beat me or he raped me after an argument. I've seen women take pictures of makeup they've done on themselves and then try to send it in as proof. Children taken away from good fathers because a woman is upset he no longer wishes to be with her and nobody listens to men or takes their word. They lose their entire lives beaten and raped in jail have to register as sex offenders, never get to see their children, and dating becomes hard because they have a record attached to domestic violence. The war against men has become so tragic with the men are trash movement, but would men be trash if someone actually showed them unconditional love, affection, let them articulate their emotions, or simply just listened? Aren't there bitter trash women out there also? I have seen women scream in their partner's faces like demonic entities, hit and punch their partners over the dumbest things and blame it on their ethnicities or their tempers. 
and the men just stand there and take it, as if being punched in the face by someone they love is normal, like they're used to it. Now, let's reverse the roles here. Imagine a woman being punched repeatedly in the face and her sitting there and taking it because that's what she's used to. It's sickening, isn't it? To think of a woman going through that. But it's also disgusting to think there are women out there doing the same thing. This is an issue that needs to stop. It needs to be talked about. And as we raise strong daughters, we need to raise them to respect ourselves, each other, to listen to others, and to love correctly and properly. We preach equality, but then use the I'm a girl card every chance we get. I say this to every man. I begin a date that comes off as forward or doesn't let me speak my mind. I respect you. I respect your boundaries, your thoughts and feelings, but please respect mine. And nine times out of 10, my wishes are granted. I'm writing about this to create more awareness, to let others know that if someone is telling you what they are going through, instead of feeling uncomfortable, feel honored they chose to open up to you. Instead of telling someone they are wrong for feeling whatever it is they are feeling, let them know you understand. Instead of dismissing someone, listen to them. It could be the reason a man doesn't commit suicide. It could be the reason they keep going. Suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. I went on to give statistics showing the suicide rate between men and veterans, and goddamn, every day you learn something new, and the fact that these numbers aren't changing, or that it's slowing down in one race, but it's growing in different races, is fucking sickening. I'm currently talking to a sergeant in the army, going through something really fucked up in his life, and you want to know why he's afraid to divorce his wife? Because he knows that his wife is so mentally fucked that she'll take his daughter away from him. Not just because he's revealed to me that you can rank pretty high up in the services and a divorce can tear you down to the point you're back in the fucking barracks. Now, I have spoken to him and I did say that because he divorces her, it doesn't mean he can't fight for custody. Not only that, I did ask him to seek professional help and I'm so proud of him for obtaining proof that his wife has psychotic episodes in front of their daughter. Now he can take those to court to help his case in receiving custody. He's just scared to lose his rights to his daughter and it's so sad. The Texas system is trash when it comes to men being fathers. And if you're a divorce lawyer out there, please reach me. Please reach out to me. I'd like you to help me help him through this. But point being made, when does feminism begin to become feminazism? When you wish all men die. When you begin to generalize all men and group them together. When you won't give men a chance because you're so focused on the negative. When you choose to leave men out of things or dismiss them. When you believe all men are stupid. It's when you believe your partner does not measure up to you just because of what's between their legs. It's when you're just so disgustingly bitter you make disgusting jokes towards them or about them. It's when you think you can rape a man and say, you were hard though, or well you came so you must have liked it. We cannot control what happens to our bodies during that. It's when you tell your daughters they're better than boys and boys are stupid. You yourself are beginning to create the toxic traits in them. Men are 230 times more likely to be raped or sexually harassed than they are to be falsely accused of rape. 230 times. 75% of the suicide rate is men. There are 800,000 suicides and attempted suicides around the world 
That's every 11 minutes year-round, you guys. In the U.S., 22 suicides a day are veteran suicides. But we already know this, don't we? We've seen that hashtag. And I can't keep going into statistics because I, I get so fired up and I'll start stuttering. And I know some of you guys find it endearing, but it's very frustrating to me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on again. But I, I do want to read this to you. Um, it, it is a suicide letter from a veteran with, that had PTSD. Um, I had posted it to my Instagram a few days ago. So let me read it for you here. To the loves of my life. I'm sorry. Daddy just can't be fixed. No matter how hard I try to be normal and level-headed, it always comes back, and even worse. I wasn't always this bad. Most times I wish I had died in Afghanistan. I was never right again. What I did had to happen, and it's nobody's fault but my own. I will always love you, Jasmine, Kyola, and my rock, Misty. Mom, Dad, Ryan. I love you all very much. Could you please look after Misty and the kids while I'm gone? I can't imagine seeing that ever in my life. Ever. So, how can you become an ally for men? How can you change your mentality from radical to normal? It's when you realize that you want a partner and not a stepping stone. Now, I do have to insert here that what happens behind closed doors, such as if you are more of a dominant woman in bed and your man is the submissive and he has a degrading kink, this is fine within the confines of your relationship. Like I am seeing more and more men given to the submissive side and it is so sexy to me. Like, but you know, like a man that lets the woman take control in situations is just so hot to me, especially especially when it's sexy time. Like, god damn. Mm. But before I make myself horny, I'll be a little bit too late. Becoming an advocate for men or even becoming an ally for other men is simple. Over one third of men are feminists and and why should we also why should we not advocate for men if they're our allies, you know? Do some research. Follow women with the same mentality. Immerse yourself in knowledge on how to become a better person, not just for you, but those around you. One article, and I'll add this in the description uh, below, I'll add the link to it, said, Focusing more on men's rights should be a crucial first step in bridging the divide between men's rights movement and feminism, which are often seen as opposing sides. For example, in the issue of divorce and child custody, an acknowledgement that laws can discriminate against fathers would help define the often mixed... For example, in the issue of divorce and child custody, an acknowledgement that laws can discriminate against fathers would help define the often mixed stances of the feminist movement, while also acting as an olive branch to the men's rights group. The realization that advocating for certain men's rights can also benefit feminism. For example, in 1971, male draft resistors launched a lawsuit, can a lawsuit claiming that male-only war conscription violated men's rights to equal protection. Both men's rights groups and feminist groups, such as the National Organization of Women, were supportive of the lawsuit when it reached the Supreme Court, where it was unfortunately struck down. While it's often common to perceive men's rights as contradictory to feminist ideals, support for specific men's rights also provides opportunity for increased female representation in historically male-dominant professions. 
Learning to embrace gender unity on specific issues can only can not only strengthen the feminist movement, but also help make it more acceptable to its most violent critics. Feminism does not attack men's rights. Rather, it fights patriarchy, a power structure responsible for placing toxic expectations on both men and women. Okay, did we hear that? Okay, good. Because I got mush mouth from reading that. All right. So most men's rights activists are mostly anti-feminism or anti-feminist. And that's completely just a whole different story. You can be a men's rights activist without having to be anti-feminist. Okay. I just, I want to put that out there. So I just want to say this um, again, because I say this all the time. When you learn to listen to the men in your life, when you hold them high, he will also place you on a pedestal. It's when you drag your partner down that you'll also be dragged down. A man's ego is a lot more fragile than a woman's, and that's just from, well, more statistics. Men feel as though they can't even talk to their partners about their own stressors, or they get shut down or, or out. But again, if someone is using your problems and turning them around, they may just have victim narcissist pers- uh, tendencies. So both genders need to be careful and considerate with communication. It can seriously make or break your relationship. You can't beg a man to open up about himself if at the end of the day you're going to cut him off or tell him he is weak or dumb or stupid or the way that he's thinking is not right. So many people, and I say people because I have had my own subs as well, come from relationships, not particularly dom-sub, where communications and patience is not key. A lot of the times being shut down or dismissed causes an infinite amount of trauma and that feeling of self-worthlessness is just there. It's something they can't shake off. So patience for your partner shows the utmost amount of respect as does letting them communicate or helping them learn how to communicate is detrimental to the relationship. It is attractive when you both have the same goal and that is a relationship lasting as long as you both want it to last. You can go far when you listen and learn to listen and appreciate and learn to appreciate your partner for opening up to you instead of shutting them down or out. The only thing that can come from that is emotional cheating where they begin to look for that shoulder to cry on elsewhere and then it can become physical cheating. Being attentive and looking for body language clues is also extremely important. Pay attention to things like change of tone or pitch in their voices because all of that says a lot. So I'll leave this podcast with something I just said. Immerse yourself in knowledge on how to become a better person, not just for you, but those around you. Take action with that knowledge. Put it to actual use. Learn the statistics. Read the articles. Make the change within yourself so you can be the change you want to see in others. Forgive yourself for what you've done in the past, but learn from your mistakes. Don't keep repeating them. Learn to be patient. Learn to listen. You don't have to hate men to uplift women and vice versa. All right? All right, you guys, I hope that I opened your eyes to something new today, and I hope you come back next week for more. I'm sorry it's a short episode, but this is just something in my heart that I I just had to let go. So um, I hope you come back next week. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.